0: to the david spoon experience here's what's coming up today devotional diamonds of the day also known as ddd's where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections sound effects placed throughout the show which have nothing to do with life but you know what they're fun they're funny that's funny and they're fun Uh, Just keep in mind, we're going to do a review of the Goofy News, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. We actually have a small piece on politics. Remember politics, poly being the word many and ticks being blood-sucking insects. Life lessons for faith that we can actually use if we decide to be users and doers of the word and not just users and losing the word we need to be in it and do it humor that will force you to think why does this guy have a radio show because we paid the bill Ah! also bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes your phone calls and more to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I will be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more business. Our on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. When things aren't perfect, how do we respond? When things are perfect. How do we respond? Both questions, both need to be answered and dealt with. You might have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question. You might have a prayer request or a praise report. You might have an answer to Bible trivia, which we'll get to later on. If you have any of those things, watch this, this is brand new. You can call in at 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. And when you call... It will be Captain Chris, ta-da, who will be answering the phone. You excited? You're nervous? What are you? Um,
1: are you? both.
0: Okay, that's fair enough. And just to let everybody know, in case you're worried about Chris making some kind of mistake, Captain Chris doing that, I already made a mistake by imposing my first two lines on my intro papers. So, yeah, you're 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 way behind me already. <laughs> I forgive you. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Okay. Here's the bottom line. Call in 972-445-0770. Or you can text in 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. Or you can email David at he That's David at he must which leads us to the website. And let me tell you something, a couple things on that. One, there's videos, there are aud- there's audios, there's a Battlestar uh plans actually blueprints for a battle star on the on the website there's a kitchen sink there's an opportunity to get a book for 99 cents that that's a good price 99 cents is a good price plus there's a place to give i want to say a big thank you to everybody you wouldn't believe that we had uh, a bunch of giving take place in the last in the last seconds which was just like oh praise the lord uh so we cleared our rent with 150 left over so I'm just super, super excited. I'm just like, praise the Lord. You can pay it. Praise the Lord. We'll worry about next month, next month. That's a whole month away. I'm not worried about that. So I just want to thank everybody. But please check out the website. If you feel led to give, do so. If not, don't worry about it. Go to hemustincrease.org. Website, hemustincrease.org. Hemustincrease.org. Email David at hemustincrease.org. Facebook he must increase ministry. You too, he must increase ministry. Too. Now look how good Captain Chris is already doing. See, you're just, you're just, you're you're killing it. You're doing a great job. I just want you to know that. All right, so a couple things we want to cover. We do have to get into our Hebrews text. I do want to remind people, uh, yesterday I did make a boo-boo. <sighs> Could you imagine me making a boo-boo? I just can't believe it. I forgot to give you the answer to the trivia question. <laughs> Everybody was so caught up, and I was praying, and we were—I I had like a million texts at the end, and da, da da da. So I didn't tell everybody. So I probably need to. So who did it? Who did people think that Jesus Christ was calling out to when he said "Eli, Eli, Lama Sabachthani"? And that would be Elijah. And he thought he was calling out. People thought he was calling out to Elijah. He wasn't, but I'm just saying that's what people thought. Okay. All right. So we'll just settle that, and that's done, and I don't have to deal with that. Let's get into our fresh text. We are in the book of Hebrews. So basically for the rest of this time, you won't have a whole lot to do, Captain Chris, just to let you know, this is the best part about it. Uh, So in Hebrews, here we are, we're in chapter 2, and we are going with verse 10. I want you to listen to really important stuff, some really excellent stuff. It says this, For in bringing many sons and daughters to glory, it was entirely appropriate that God, from whom and through whom all things exist, should make the source of their salvation perfect through suffering. Let me explain this verse to you with a little more theological background. So give me a second here. What you'll find out as you go through this verse is you find out that God used Jesus Christ to pour out the sufferings of mankind for Jesus to taste and embrace that for everybody. That's what made Jesus not perfect in the sense of he was sinless and that he made a mistake. It made him fully qualified to be our Savior because he knows what suffering is. And I will tell you right now that many of you are going through different phases and elements of suffering. That is actually what the book is that I wrote called Broken for His Glory about identifying that suffering that you're going through and connecting it to Jesus and the suffering he went through. So you have to understand that at times in your life when you go through really difficult elements and you're going through the process A big part of that beyond your knowledge is God connecting you to Jesus Christ and making you look and be more like Jesus one step at a time. Or as 2 Corinthians 3.18 says, glory by glory. One of the cool things in this text, which I happen to think is awesome, I want to give my brother props. In the King James, it says, bringing many sons and daughters to glory, it was entirely appropriate that God for whom and th- from whom and through whom all things exist should make the captain of their salvation perfect through suffering. And then he wrote a song called Captain Salvation is that a great title for a song it's like it's like captain salvation so the idea behind this is for you to understand it's like we're on a football team if you can just use that analogy and Jesus is the captain okay got it i mean that's not even that hard it's really kind of a nice way to understand it but what Jesus did was took on the sufferings the painfulness in that moment when he absorbed the brutalization and again way beyond normal even roman law way beyond jewish law way beyond roman law when he went through that process he he endured that suffering for us he didn't he didn't do it cuz he was forced to do it he willfully took on that pain and that suffering and took on that penalty for that sin. And the big difference there is one, nobody was forced to do anything. Jesus did this voluntarily. He took, you know, when you understand God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, God took a, you know, a, a part of himself and gave it up for our sake. And what we need to understand is poured out upon Jesus is all of the, not just the sin and the judgment, but the the pain, the sickness, the illness, everything we've ever encountered poured upon him. And he endured all of that, despising, even while he's going through the cross, did all of that by keeping his eyes focused on the glory that was to follow. And that is what we have to remember. When you're going through a process, and it's really tough, and we all do it, if you get so focused on the circumstance— It will be like you just fell down a well, and you're just falling and falling, and there's just no end in sight. When we go through those circumstances and focus on what God will bring out of it, it's a complete change of who we are. It changes what we go through. It changes, like you talked about the other day, the power of what we go through. So when it says, In bringing many sons and daughters to glory, it was entirely appropriate that God, from whom and through whom all things exist, should make the source, the captain of the salvation, perfect, complete, fully qualified through the suffering. And that's why when you petition the Lord, not when you petition saints, sorry, Not when you petition other relatives of the Lord, sorry, (laughs) sorry, I can't change that. But when you petition Jesus, he is the one that went through all of the pain, all of the sorrow, all of the sickness, all of the judgment that was, was deemed worthy for mankind poured out on one person. Now, I will tell you this, and I don't know if you guys will catch this or not. Some of you won't, but some of you will. If you're a sci-fi fan, you'll get this. So they did this re-release on the movie Star Trek. Trek. And in this movie, they had this mining material. And if you pull one drop of that mining material and drop it in the middle of a planet, it would explode the planet. And that's what they did to uh, Spock's planet, Okay, to Vulcan. When I saw that in the movie, it made me realize that's how powerful the blood of Jesus is. One drop, boom, can take out a planet. Like, yes, I get that. You have to understand that that blood was shed for you, and it is powerful enough to cover every failure you've ever committed or will commit. How about that? That's pretty cool, huh? All right. Gonna take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. But I want to get this specific scripture, and it's really important. It's Romans chapter 4, verse 18 through 21. It says this against all hope, Abraham in hope. Believed and so became the father of many nations, just as it was said, "So shall your offspring be without weakening in his faith his faith, he faced the fact that his body was as good as dead. Hey, it was not an impossibility. God gave him a promise when he was 75. It didn't get to fulfilled until he was a hundred. 25 years between promise and fulfillment, God made sure he was good and dead before the promise came about so that when Isaac was born, everybody knew, it's amazing! It's a miracle! Exactly. And and it wasn't that Abraham didn't know he 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 was old. He faced the fact that his body was as good as dead since he was about 100 years old, 99 before the conception took place, and that Sarah's womb was also dead. Verse 20, yet he did not waver through unbelief regarding the promise of God, but was strengthened in his faith and gave glory to God, being fully persuaded that God had the power to do what he had promised. It doesn't say that Abraham went through this and turned around and yelled at God and complained. He gave glory to God. He knew God could do this. And he believed that the promise that God had given him was important. And he held on to that, even though facing the fact, the circumstance was completely wiped out. Guess what? God showed up. I'm telling you right now, you can tell me all you want about circumstances and situations and your feelings and your processes, but I am telling you, when God shows up, according to Scripture and according to testimony, to the law and to the testimony, the Scripture says, to the prophets and to the testimony, here's what you got to be aware of. When God shows up, changes everything. And you're thinking, well, will that happen for Easton Scott? I hope so. But guess what? If my daughter spends her whole life believing and Easton's whole life believing that God can step in and this can change and that may yet happen, she's not done a bad thing. She's raised a child with this gracious hope. If God decides not to do that, instead of complaining about it, it's about giving glory to God, believing that he knows what is in our best interests, even when we don't understand. And yes, I get it. There are tough things. I went through a a, a myriad of tough things, and I'm surprised. First of all, I'm surprised that I'm still alive. Second of all, I'm surprised that the Lord brought me through any of them. I don't deserve it. I'm not worthy of it. But he did it anyway. Welcome back. To the David Spoon experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. I was just sending Kurt a uh, text, and when I sent it to Kurt, I could not remember how to spell the word bore. (laughs) Like, you know how he bore it? And so I, (laughs) so Kurt, I gave you both spellings because I I just spaced out. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, I need help. All right, let's do Bible trivia because uh, we need to. Uh, here is your first Bible trivia question. When Judas oh and the guards came to the Garden of Gethsemane, what— What prearranged sign did Judas identify Jesus with in the darkness? What prearranged sign did Judas come up with when he went with the guards to the Garden of Gethsemane to demonstrate who Jesus was? What was that sign? If you think you know, you can call in 972-445-0770 or... You what? Oh, somebody, somebody's calling in. You can also text in two one four two one zero eight four eight three, and of course you can send an email to david at he must increase dot org. That's dot org. Okay. Org. I wonder how they came up with all those things. Uh, do you have somebody ready to answer? Yeah. Are you feeling comfortable? Uh, here we go. Wow. This is David. Who am I talking to?
1: Well, hi David. It's Deborah.
0: Hi Deborah. How are you? I'm good. Are you doing okay today? I am doing okay today. I got all my stuff done for the weekend. And so I'm hoping outside of my puppy that we will get some sleep. <laughs> that's my theory. <laughs> that's what I'm hoping. So, and you got to see uh, that was the person who answered your phone. And that's Captain Chris. There you go. So you're, you're Oh, okay. I didn't even know. <laughs> yep. He's, he's your new helmsman that will be uh, helping operate the show. Okay, Captain Chris. That's what we're calling him. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Here we go for the trivia. So I now I have full confidence in you. You know that. So Judas and the guards they came to the Garden of Gethsemane. What was the prearranged sign that Judas used to identify Jesus in the darkness?
1: Well, that would be a kiss.
0: That is correct. A kiss on the cheek. That would be the answer. Excellent job. Excellent work. Very, very good. You looking forward to the weekend? Yes, sir. Uh, how about you? Yeah, I uh, I really am. I'm going to be like, I'm I'm hoping to dumb down a little. <laughs> That's my goal. <laughs> I might have to watch like some underdog or something just to kind of All feel normal. <laughs> All right. Well, have a good weekend. Okay. Take care. Love you very much. Appreciate you in the Lord. God bless. Okay, she there? Okay, she got it. Okay. Deborah's great. She's one of our steady, steady, st- steady, steady, I don't know if you call them steady. I don't know what you call them. What are you asking me for? Uh, we're going to do DNA. Now, Chris, hasn't. you haven't done the DNA, so I'm going to have to explain it to you and tell you where you will be going in the future. Okay, you ready? <laughs> Poor guy. Can you imagine working with me? <laughs> I just feel so sad. All right, so we uh, do—people who are listening, this is our DNA. So everybody's got, like, a DNA, what they're made of, so on and so forth. For the Christians, uh, on this show, we're using this as our DNA. D stands for draw closer to the Lord— Daily, so that will be your part in the future, and so daily is important because you can't be serving and the Lord and being a Christian weekly, monthly, yearly. You can't do it just when everything is really bad. You can't do it when everything's just a disaster, and that's the time you seek the help from God. That doesn't work. That's not a relationship. That's using God as kind of an indirect genie. Doesn't work that way. So that's no good. That's the D part. You have just that part and the A part. You don't have the N part. The N stands for never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Jesus said, if you are ashamed of me and my words, I will be ashamed of you. Like that, of all the things you want in heaven, that would not be the one. <laughs> Jesus go, I'm ashamed of you. And then A, always be ready to serve. And so the service part is the big part where it connects us to God the Father, and uh, we are connected and sensitive to God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit to uh, be vehicles of that love that the lord has for other people and that way we can love on other people with all with uh, as we love them our, ourselves so you love god with all your heart soul strength and mind and you love your neighbors you love yourself that's our dna okay is that helpful yeah very okay, okay good all right. see he's doing great captain chris <laughs> i like that that's pretty good all right let's get back into the uh text uh, let me go right into this next uh, portion. I want to make sure you guys get this. For in bringing many sons and daughters to glory, it was entirely appropriate that God, for whom and through whom all things exist. You notice I really didn't spend a lot of time on that. Probably should have but because that's the whole point. In the beginning, God. Not in the beginning, Buddha. Not in the beginning, Confucius. Not in the beginning, Muhammad. Not any of. In the beginning, God. What? God. Who? God, got it. So, uh, from whom and through through whom all things exist should make the source, the captain of their salvation, perfect through sufferings. For the one who sanctifies and those who are sanctified all have one father. That is why Jesus is not ashamed to call them brothers and sisters. So, everybody take a deep breath. <gasps> through Jesus Christ and the righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ and the fact that he took upon him the sins that we all had and did that in a voluntary capacity and did it because he loves us. He enabled this amazing, amazing truth to come to pass, and that is Jesus put you and I in such an elevated position when we became believers that he even refers to us as his brothers and sisters. Now, we serve Jesus, and we honor Jesus. He is our Savior, and he is our Lord. And it's not a one-time yes to Jesus. It's a lifetime of yeses, okay? Not complex, But he so elevated us. He so rose our stock, so to speak, that we are not only servants, not only children, not only prisoners who have been freed, but we are also brothers and sisters under our Heavenly Father. What I want you to get is the humility that Jesus took on and the exaltation that was poured on us to elevate us to that place. Remember, in the earlier part of this text, it talks about Jesus and it talks about mankind and it talks about angels. Even the angels don't get the brotherhood that people get. And it's like, what? That's so cool. The reason that the Lord does this or is doing this or is this process is taking place, he's done it, he's doing it, and he will do it. It's kind of the best way to say that is because we were made in the image of God, and so we reflect him And in the sin, we kind of blew that, and so the redemption from the sin brings it back to what God had intended, which was for all of us to engage together on a plane of a family and as a body, and that's what he did. He restored that. Everybody should know, or at least be aware, the garden was fantastic, but it was lost in the garden. Jesus made the garden new. Brought it back. It's like, oh, well, that's very cool. Yes, it is very cool, which is what we talked about. I think it was actually Deborah who had called in on the list, this last one that we talked about about the garden because in the beginning was a garden. Jesus was in the garden of Gethsemane, and at the end of Revelation, there's a garden. It's like, okay, <laughs> so there's a plan there. There's something going on, and that's what's cool, and that's what's like – it's kind of awesome. And – Now you have this elevated status. Just think about that. I want you to think about this position. You definitely a sinner, definitely blew it, definitely went the wrong direction, and so much of the love of God towards you has been poured out that you are elevated beyond child but to brother. That's a, a status of authority, power, and fellowship that you could never do on your own. Isn't that just like, what? That's amazing. It's just absolutely fascinating. And one of the things that I was doing this morning, I was studying Second Peter chapter 1 and it talks about when we enter into glory that it's going to be it's – it's a great welcome. It's a lavish welcome. I mean, I'm still thinking the first million years everybody will be sitting there bawling and crying and falling on their face and so on and so forth. But after that time gets over, the, I, the Lord indicates in his scripture that when we go in, it's going to be lavish. It's going to be like the banquet. It's going to be the wedding of the lamb. It's going to be a celebration. It's going to be a feast. Wow. See, now that sounds cool. Not sitting around on clouds playing harps and reading magazines. That does not sound cool, okay? That sounds like I'm going to get a molar checked. That doesn't sound great. But hanging out with God. And then, then you just have the fun. Remember, I has not seen, neither is ear heard I has not seen, neither is ear heard, neither is entered into the hearts of men the things which God has prepared for him. So God is preparing great things for us. We're gonna get to heaven. It's gonna be way beyond what we think. So you can come up with every whatever you want that you think is great, and heaven will be greater. So if I come up with planet chocolate, okay, that's awesome, right? But heaven will be better like oh okay okay. then i'm just gonna kind of enjoy my hope by going i'm looking at planet uh if you're a golfer planet golf one planet one (laughs) hole it's just like the (laughs) longest thing ever right yeah i can think of that heaven is greater than that how about unlimited food with no calorie intake (laughs) okay i love it i want it that's it i'm in it right I just want you to see that the hope that God has for us, it's lavish, it's wonderful, and the elevation from servant and child even to brother and sister by the work of Jesus Christ. How fortunate and blessed we are. Incredible. All right, folks, you're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Taking a short break, top of the hour. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere
1: can't stand the skill can't stand the shame it may be- the david spoon experience is now run by He must increase ministry. What this means is that we are no longer operating as a regular business, but as a nonprofit ministry that is devoted to increasing the ministry of Jesus Christ. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Bible believers, the wounded and forgotten believers, and the not yet believers through biblical truths. We are funded by listeners like yourselves and ministry partners that want to provide sponsorships for the show. Your donations are 100% tax deductible. And the great news is, if you donate to our ministry and help us advance the kingdom of God, we won't give you a thing. That's right, you'll get no special prize or gimmick. You won't ever get an anointed Bible or penny in acrylic so that you're never penniless. Or a guarantee that you'll become rich just because you gave. Your giving will support our unique idea of biblical encouragement. And what you'll receive is a receipt for your giving at the end of the year. It's all about sowing and reaping. Cast your bread upon the water and it will return to you. And if you sow bountifully, you will reap bountifully. But you'll be laying up treasures in heaven. And that's the most excellent place to receive the best return for the longest time on your investment. What happens if you don't give? Nothing except more commercials like this one. Let's fare, everyone, for more commercials like this one. Go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. And give if you're led to and if you're able to. Let's keep the show going and help increase its time and reach. You must like this show a little bit because, after all, you're hearing this commercial, right? Thank you.
0: And then they complained to Moses, against Moses and Aaron, and they said it had been better for us to die in Egypt or even here in the wilderness. Their theory in that thought process is they're thinking it'd be better for us if we just died in the wilderness or back in Egypt where we know where things were at as opposed to going to a new land and being consumed by these big people. This is a terrible idea. There's some commentators that believe that their complaining really has to do with they, they thought it would be better to die over time in the wilderness or over time in Egypt versus going to the land and being immediately killed by these big people. And they were bumming. And look what they said. Wouldn't it be better to go back to Egypt? How quick we forget what the bondage is once you're out. Oh. How quickly do you forget the bondages that God brought you through once you're away from it? Like, Whoa? Whoa? I don't remember being that bad.
1: The David Spoon Experience on 770 KAAM.